Hi, welcome to Family Doc Keto Talk. I'm Dr. Kelly Herbert. And I'm Dr. Erica Noonan. Hey guys, we're doctors, but we're not your doctors. This podcast is our opinions and not meant to provide medical advice. Consult your own doctor. There's a full disclaimer at the end of the podcast and online at our website, www.familydocketotalk.com. Hey, Kelly, and welcome to our episode six of our podcast. It's exciting we've gotten this far. Yes, it is. It's sort of a shock that we've made it this far. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were told once that um, podcasts make it to episode eight before they go to the graveyard. So we'll see if we make it. That's right. We only have a couple more to get there. So I, I hope we can do it. I think we can. And we've had a great response from everybody listening and we've heard so much from you guys and we love it. So keep contacting us. Definitely keep uh, the emails coming, the comments. We love it. Yeah. So um, on our last podcast, we talked about doing a challenge where we were focusing on staying hydrated and drinking plenty of water. How has that gone for you? Well, uh, actually really good. And mostly because I think it's been really hot here. And right. <laughs> I was, I was thinking about the other day that if we were probably doing this challenge in the winter where it was cold, I probably wouldn't do as well. So knowing that it's hot out, uh, I've been drinking a lot more water and it hasn't been hard at all. Well, how about awesome. you? Yeah, I've been pretty good. So what I've been focusing on is just drinking a lot of water right when I first wake up. Uh-huh. And I think that small change has made a big difference in how, um, much I'm getting in each day. So it's really helpful. Um, I also drink a lot of, I just drink a lot of stuff during the day. Like I am, I do drink diet soda and I have, have some, you know, drinks with, uh, what am I trying to say? Like taste in them <laughs> that are calorie free. Some flavored, flavored <laughs> drinks. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that are calorie sugar free. So, yeah. uh, so that's been fun. We didn't hear from anybody on the water challenge. So I assume everybody's just very dehydrated. <laughs> <laughs> that or they are so hydrated they don't need any help drinking, which I, I don't so. think that's the case. <laughs> yeah, most people most so, people don't drink enough. So <laughs> yeah, and so when we were talking about how much water to be drinking, um, we didn't want to really put a, like a number on it. We just wanted to focus on drinking more fluids, um, and and I think that was helpful to not um, put a number goal on it for me. Yeah, I agree. I think, uh, you know, I just sort of made my own little goals and knowing what I've drank in the past and knowing I could do better and where and when and all that stuff. That's how I focused this past couple of weeks. Yep. So everybody hydrate up, come up with some ideas to get water in your life all the time and let us know how it goes. Yeah, definitely. Please let us know. This week's Keto Factoid. Okay, guys, this week's Keto Factoid, we're looking at another small study with some interesting implications. So the title of the study is a big one. It's Short-Term Impact of a Classical Ketogenic Diet on Gut Microbiota in GLUT1 Deficiency Syndrome, a three-month prospective observational study. So this study looks at a small sample size, six patients who are on the classic ketogenic diet, which a classic ketogenic diet is probably different than most of us are doing for our weight loss and and health goals. 
It is a very high fat, very low uh, carbohydrate diet that is typically used in patients that are being treated for something like a seizure disorder or the blood one deficiency syndrome. So they were on a, a, you know, very high fat, very low carbohydrate diet. Um, and these six people were followed for three months and they were looking at the gut microbiome. So as we know, our gut has a ton of bacteria in it all the time. And some bacteria are better than others for our health. And they were looking at how the, the ketogenic diet changed the gut microbiome in these six patients over that period of time. So three months is not a huge period of time um, when talking about the gut microbiome as well, but it is pretty decent. So they did see a significant difference um, in the changes of some of the bacteria in the gut. Um, and some of the bacteria in the gut that have been known to be more prone to inflammation actually increased um, on the ketogenic diet. So again, tiny study, um, short period of time, but it's interesting. And we'd like to be, you know, extremely straightforward and honest that we don't know everything about the ketogenic diet and that there may be some things that we need to understand better. And this may be one of them, which is the change in the gut microbiome. And the gut microbiome is, you know, extremely important in the function of our body. We could go into that, you know, for a long time, and maybe we will in another episode. Um, but it's just important to remember that, that it may be changing on a uh, low-carb ketogenic diet, and to remember that. So some people take a probiotic. I know I do. Um, also, eating fermented foods, which have bacteria in them, is helpful, and getting plenty of prebiotic fiber, which is essentially like the food for the bacteria in your gut. So getting your vegetables in is very helpful. So just an interesting little study. It'll be interesting to see um, more studies on this issue going forward. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting, especially um, with hopefully a, a larger sample size and a longer time studying it and if they get the same results. So I think that uh, would be a very interesting study to do. For sure. Yeah. So next, guys, we had the opportunity to interview Steffi about her ketogenic diet experience. And so we hope you enjoy that. Hi, everyone. We have Steffi from Everett, Washington with us on the podcast today. And she has been doing the keto diet since January of 2017. So thanks, Steffi, for um, coming on the podcast with us today. Oh, and how did, yeah, how did you first hear about the keto diet? You know, I actually can't pinpoint it. I had a feeling you guys would ask that. I really, <laughs> I was in and out of doctors and I always heard these diet tips that never really worked for me. I always yo-yo dieted and I finally got diagnosed with PCOS a couple years ago and one of my doctors told me low carb, high fat and I actually randomly looked it up and saw the word for the first time ever. And I just dived right in. So when you started, did you just start full on keto or did you slowly cut back your carbs or how did you do it? Um, you know, I actually jumped right in and literally would track everything, including vitamins. It's just how I am to keep myself accountable, I guess. Um, I tracked macros, used my fitness pal. I was pretty strict. <laughs> do you still Are track you... your macros? Um. 
I do. I try mostly. Sometimes a day slips, but I always eat keto. Um, I do fast during the week, which helps. And then during the weekend, sometimes I let it slip. Like I went camping last weekend and I didn't track macros, but I did track my carbs just so I'd be a little more relaxed and not so dependent on that. Got it. So tell us a little bit more about the fasting you do. I just do basic 12 to 8. I'm looking into 24 hour fasting, but tried it once and honestly, I was really hangry. So I'll probably <laughs> wait a little while longer. I picked the wrong week in the month to try that. So, yeah. You should give it a try. I've done it and I really <sighs> like it. Yeah. You kind of feel like you're on a high towards the end. I've done some longer ones. Yeah, I need to try again. Maybe I'll try next week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, what was the hardest part for you when you first started the keto diet? I guess believing in myself, as tacky as that sounds. I've never been successful in losing weight, and I was rapidly gaining weight. So it's really hard to actually believe in myself. But honestly, after the first even week, when I got my period back and everything started leveling out, I really believed in myself and that was probably the hardest. Sometimes it's still hard because I am trying to stay away from the scale, which has worked. I haven't weighed myself for two months so far and that's been working really well. So other than the weight loss, what other benefits have you gotten? Oh oh gosh. Um, Well, I went off a couple medications, one being Spiro, which I took for acne because of my PCOS and that cleared up really fast. Um, I got off birth control and I now naturally have my periods, which before I actually hadn't had it for two years. And this time when I started keto, literally three days after I started it, um, I'm a lot more awake now. I actually basically had a year where I was always sleeping at weird times. I could go probably 24 hours sleeping and not even realize it. But now I'm always awake. I'm outside more now that I lost weight I don't mind the heat I mean Seattle doesn't get heat a lot but (laughs) I've been outside in the week I try go hiking every week and that's helped a lot so do you exercise regularly you know I hate saying it but I'm not a gym person I don't I wish I was I wish I was a runner or a weightlifter but right now I made myself a goal that I would hike once a week because we live in a good state for it and it's you know nature it makes me feel a lot better so that's been my source of the gym lately I'm working on it do you have um certain resources that you turn to to learn more about the keto diet or get recipes off of or you know podcasts books blogs what do you use you know I get a cookbook most of the times that I go to Barnes and Noble I'm addicted to cookbooks, but Pinterest <laughs> is a big one. Pinterest is a really big one. Um, I quit most Facebook keto groups because some of them weren't working out for me, but I'm part of one that I really like. Podcasts are great. I read a lot, so that's helped the most. What's your favorite keto meal? You know, my husband doesn't cook a lot, and he just started keto maybe five months ago, but he has mastered tofu and stir fries. So that's <laughs> probably my favorite because I can take a break. And it's me. all, yeah, it's always better when somebody else cooks it for you, right? Oh yeah. He's mastered it. That's the only <laughs> thing he knows how to cook. <laughs> so do you eat keto treats? 
Um, yeah, I probably shouldn't snack as much, but I actually just finished eating a half of Lily's chocolate bar in bed because <laughs> I'm tired. But, um, you know, I, I try to stay away from it, but sometimes I'll make things like cheesecake fluff is a big one in my house. Um, I don't know. I mostly just prefer to eat protein, honestly, and have a full meal instead of snacking on treats. Other than your husband, obviously, who's starting the keto diet, has any of your friends or family members also started because of you? I actually get several messages a day, which is odd to me. I've never been that person. Um, My dad actually recently started. He has Crohn's and diabetes, and he's already having really great results. A lot of my friends, actually, have been sitting down with them and kind of helping them meal prep. It's been really inspiring to make me not want to quit. Yeah, I bet. So when you're talking to somebody that's starting the diet, what are your biggest pieces of advice you give them? Mm, To not panic. A lot of people see restrictions. They hear no bread and an alarm goes off. You know, I grew up in a German family and it's all about baguettes and potatoes amongst (laughs) other things. And I kind of panicked in the beginning. But, you know, when it's a lifestyle change and you start feeling good again and you get that clarity you don't really miss those things yeah I agree I, th- I think that so many people look at the restrictions of what they can't have <laughs> versus what you can have and uh, I when people told me oh you won't crave you know bread and pasta and all that stuff I thought they were crazy but <laughs> it's it's crazy because I love those things but on the keto diet I, I don't crave yeah. them you know so that's really yeah, good there's always a replacement for everything that's what I tell all of my friends there's always some recipe that you can experiment with to make your own version of that that's healthy yeah that's exactly what I tell people too there's always a replacement for something that you can't have on the yeah. keto diet mm-hmm. so well Steffi where can we find you on social media um, you know, I'm just on Instagram, Instagram right now. It's just Stefan Ketosis, S-T-E-F-F-I-N Ketosis. Um, that's really all I'm on right now. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Steffi, for coming on our podcast and telling your story about your keto experience. We've really appreciated it and uh, enjoyed hearing about it. Thank you so much. Okay, we'll talk to you later. All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye. 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 Now for our keto takeaway. Okay, so for today's takeaway, we're talking about adding some variety to our diets. I think when you get started on the keto diet, sometimes you get in a rut and you just keep eating the same things over and over again and you're not trying anything new. So our goal or our takeaway this time is to try new recipes. Yeah, this will be uh, exciting because I agree. We sort of get stuck in a rut and sort of make the same things and eat the same things over and over on the keto diet. And so it'll be nice to sort of expand and try some new recipes. Yeah. How many are you thinking about trying in the next two weeks? Uh, I think I'll probably try three to four is my goal. That sounds decent. Yep. I'm going to do it. I'm already, I've got some pancakes going, like all, all the stuff out for this morning to try a new pancake recipe. So nice and hopefully if we make some good ones we'll be able to post them on our website and and you guys can uh, also try them yep and shoot us your favorite recipes and we can try those too yeah definitely that would be great
Welcome to Keto Corner, where we respond to your emails and messages. All right, so this week on Keto Corner, we got a question from Justin, and he asked, in your interviews, you ask people, what is the one piece of advice you'd give somebody if they were starting the keto diet? So what would your guys' one piece of advice be? So I think that my one piece of advice to somebody who would be starting the keto diet would be to track everything at first, because most people don't know or understand macros or how many carbs you're in something. And so unless you track it, you really don't see the big picture. And so that would be my one piece of advice for somebody beginning. And once you sort of get used to it and understand the foods you eat, then you can, you know, lay off tracking if that works for you. But I think at the beginning, so at the beginning, knowing what you're eating is, uh, is really important. What would be, what would be what your one piece of advice, Erica? My one piece of advice would be to keep it 100% keto for the first month. Like so strict, be extremely careful about your carbohydrates and don't cheat because you're just cheating on yourself. And making that first month like 100% keto gets you off to a great start. And, you know, I go off keto. I'm not one of these perfect people who eats 100% perfectly all the time now. And I'm okay with that and I feel okay and um, it works for me. But that first month, like it's got to be all in. Yeah, it definitely makes it easier if you're not cheating at the very first. I'll agree with that. Okay, well, awesome. That was another fun episode to do of our podcast. We're having so much fun doing this. So, um, again, we would totally love to hear from you guys. So you can email us. You can um, go to our Instagram, Facebook, webpage, wherever. Anyway, we would love to hear from you, hear how your keto journey is going, um, questions, you have for us are great. Um, also, we just want to let you know we're taking a little break. It's summertime and we're having a hard time uh, getting our schedules coordinated to get the next episode going. So we'll be off for, I don't know, a month or so. Also, if you have been on a keto journey and would love to share your story with us and with the world, please send us an email or contact us on Instagram. Um, we would love to talk to you and share your story with other people to be a motivation. Yeah, that would be great. If, uh, if you would like to share, just let us know and we can uh, set up a time to get the interview done. So that would be great. Perfect. Okay, well, we'll see you next time on Family Doc. Keto Talk. Bye, guys. Bye. Medical disclaimer, this podcast is not designed to provide medical advice. Dr. Noonan and Dr. Hurlbert are not a substitute for medical advice. We will be sharing opinions and personal stories about ourselves and others. We will also be discussing research and evidence about the keto diet. Our guests will also be sharing their opinions while on the podcast. None of these things should take the place of consulting with your own licensed healthcare provider. All content of this podcast is for general informational purposes only. Nothing discussed on this podcast is meant to create a physician-patient relationship. Never delay getting medical help or disregard medical advice because of something you have heard on the podcast. Never rely on this podcast for your medical advice 
in place of seeking medical care. Dr. Noonan and Dr. Hurlbert are not responsible or liable for any treatment, diagnosis, advice, or any other information, products, or services that you may obtain through this podcast.